0: Welcome everyone to uh, Over and Back, brought to you by the Unintentional. Uh, I'm joined by a special guest here, Evan Flood. Uh, Evan, I would sent you an agenda. and the first part of the, the agenda was an intro of you and stuff like that. So I know you from Prep Hoops. I know you wear probably multiple. I know you wear multiple hats. So I guess let's get into it right away and just because I don't know fully like what your position is for every what, everything that you do.
1: Yeah, so uh, my main job I cover the Badgers basketball, football, recruiting for 24/7 Sports, which is owned by CBS Sports, and you know because there's no baseball for Wisconsin, it kind of works out nicely for you know me to pick up a, a second job. Uh, you know, I actually started in basketball with uh, NY2LA Sports. And I believe I was there five or five or six years. Uh, move over prep hoops now and you know like I said without baseball you know I kind of got the whole spring and summer free to uh, focus on that and uh, you know like that's a nice little get away from uh, kind of the grind of, of college sports and you know kind of like to see a lot of the up-and-coming you know kids that are going to be playing in, in college as well and of course a lot of sometimes those guys end up playing for the Badgers and you know it's a nice way to kill two birds you know with one stone and you know, be able to follow those guys uh, as well. So that's pretty much how I spend my, my spring and summer is, you know, with prep hoops, either at their events or uh, other people's events, you know, kind of following the state of Wisconsin prospects around.
0: Okay. So I guess maybe a stupid question. So you work for prep hoops, you work for 24, is it 24, seven sports or those are two separate things, correct? Yes. So if someone asked you what your full-time job is, what's your full-time job?
1: 24, seven sports. Okay. Although right. I, I do them both full-time, but I mean, 24, seven sports is where I'm not a uh, independent contractor. I'm an independent contractor for prep hoops. So, Oh, okay. I mean, they are both full time, but you know, if I had to pick one, it, it'd be 24 seven sports.
0: Okay. Okay. So whenever, and I think a lot of people probably who have watched this and listened to this will wonder, cause this is one of my first thoughts is like, how did you get to where, like, how did you get to this point? Like, what was your, I guess, how did you get these jobs first off? And even a bigger question mark would be like, what's your kind of basketball background or sports background, I guess, to kind of led you, led you down this path.
1: Yeah, you know, people ask me that, you know, how do you get started? And, you know, people that want to go around that, that same career path, you know, I really don't have a lot of advice for them just because I, I think my story is uh, a lot different than than most. I mean, you hear about these guys that, you know, are grinding away on, on unpaid gigs or internships for years and years, you know, sending out their resume anywhere in the country. Um, you know, it really didn't happen like that for me. Um, I remember when I was in college, I, I started – kind of my own Wisconsin re- recruiting site and uh, the guy who I believe, you know, 24 seven sports uh, was launched in 2010. Um, and, and the guy who was running Badger 24 seven sports now, or back then Kyle Hakenen uh, was now an assistant coach at, at Western Illinois, actually, um, you know, saw it, liked it, you know, asked me to come on board, um, you know, and I kind of interned there for, I don't even know if it was a year, but, uh, then, then he left, got out of the business, and you know, kind of handed it to me and uh, ran with that, you know, full-time. You know, So I wasn't still in college when, you know, I got actually hired by, by 24-7 Sports. Um, so it kind of just fell my way, and, you know, I, I just sort of ran with it. And then I think a couple years in, you know, I started covering some NY2LA to tournaments and uh, met Antonio Currow who runs there and uh, runs them, um, you know, started – you know, I was doing some tournament recaps you know, and I started working for him for, for um, you know, part time and, you know, eventually, you know, all, all year round as well. So, uh, like I said, I mean, there, there was really no magic recipe that this all kind of came together and, you know, it was really luck and timing. So, you know, those people that, you know, want to get into this stuff, uh, I don't have necessarily the, the best advice uh, for people because I, I think, you know, very fortunate, very lucky, just kind of right right place, right time uh, type of thing. And, you know, who knew 10 years later, 24-7 sports would be what it is now, now owned by CBS Sports. And, you know, I believe it's top five in terms of, um, in in sports, uh, in terms of, uh, um, I forget what, you know, how you break it down, but, you know, top five sports platform, you know, in the the country. Um, So it kind of worked out that way. You know, my, my background in basketball, uh, played in high school, tried to play in college a little bit uh, my coach actually uh, you know had some connections at u w Green Bay um, you know I had some lower level stuff i uh, didn 't really want to go to school at any of those places, so tried to walk on green bay uh got a little tryout type thing, but i wasn 't nearly <laughs> athletic enough <laughs> to, where,
0: where, to play where, at that to play did, at that
1: school yeah where'd you I, high at? uh Stoughton. okay okay. So I uh, wasn't nearly athletic enough to, to play at a Division One like that. But, you know, I wanted to go to school at UW-Green Bay. So so that's where I went uh, out of high school and thought I'd give it a shot. But, you know, kind of just always been around the game my whole life. You know, loved it. You know, even when I was a player, uh, you know, my best friend in high school was actually uh, Tyler Cleveland, who uh, some people may know his dad as Rich Cleveland, kind of legendary Madison East coach. So, you know, as I was going up in games with him in the Big A, you know, just watching these guys, like – uh, Keaton Ankevil, West Matthews, and you know, I was kind of really taken away by, uh, you know, you know the old Big Eight. You know, Kyle Weaver, too. A lot of guys came out of came out of Madison at, at that time, and you know, I really just kind of fell in love with the sport. You know, as a you know a spectator more more than a player, and you know, I actually went to college initially in business, and then. You know just started thinking to myself you know what are you doing you know you've always yeah. loved sports you always love basketball i mean why not make a run at it and switch my major kind of a, a year in and then went into sports that way
0: okay i was i was actually gonna ask you what your major was in in college I was whether if it was journalism or something like that but i think the easy the i was a business major too the easiest pick is business major for right for guys <laughs> i think so my dad was a banker i just kind of followed that path but i'm not a banker but anyways um People listening or watching this are probably like, why is Evan flood talking to this random guy <laughs> that no one knows, especially your followers. You've got a ton of followers. Obviously I don't have, we've got, we'll have a mix of people watching this. Uh, hopefully you'll retweet this link out and, uh, people can watch. So just so people, other people are listening how Evan and I know each other. We really don't know each other that well. Um, I am, I have two boys. Uh, one is going to be a junior. One's going to be a sophomore. They both play basketball for Kimberly. So I am a Kimberly dad, like it or hate it. <laughs> I get both ways. Uh, I came up to Evan at the first. Well, it was my first prep hoops tournament for my kids, I guess. And um, if you follow either of us on Twitter, you hear about Owen Polakowski, which I will get into Owen at some point tonight. Um, I didn't even ask you how much time you have tonight, but do you have time? Hey, we're, or...
1: we're still. I'm, I'm still got no sports. I, I think I have to be somewhere end of October. I finally I, I get. That's assuming if there's basketball, so we have till then. No, man, I'm saying, how, man's I'm, man's
0: I'm, awesome. I'm asking how much time we have tonight to talk on the podcast.
1: Yeah. I mean, at, end of October.
0: No. <laughs> how much well, do you... Well, much...
1: Well, I, I guess when I go to bed. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. Well, I
1: got nowhere to...
0: I, you got nowhere to be. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so um, I'd come up to you and just asked you to to ask a kid, not even my kid. I mean, that was one of the first things I said you said. I'm not even asking you to watch my kid. Just go watch this other kid. So... um over the course of the weeks, whatever you and I had had talked um, when we were running into each other, just about you know kids and stuff like that, I guess. So I had asked you to come on. Um, and again, I told you this before we started recording. But thank you very much for coming on. I appreciate it. I know that I don't probably give you much of anything. I'm just it's a different it's a different fanfare. I just like talking basketball. And I'm glad that you decided to come on and, and talk uh, rankings. The reason I actually did ask you right away was because you know rankings come out and everyone kind of loses their loses their crap about this kid's ranked here, this kid's ranked there. And I'm like, you know what? I want to get Evan on. I want to talk about this stuff and not, not pick apart everything. I mean, I can't even imagine, I guess that's another one. One question I hear is when you set out rankings, does your inbox just flood with people saying this is wrong and this is, you know, you know what I'm saying?
1: Uh, You know, it can. uh, I I try. I mean, one of the things reason I don't like rankings and, you know, frankly, if it were up to me, I wouldn't do it, but AAU especially is just a, a real politics game. And, you know, it's very hard to please everybody. And, yep. you know, I've never met a parent except who's whoever the, the kid was ranked number one. I've never met a parent that thought their, their kid was ranked appropriately for, for the most part, you know, so, yeah. you know, the, the, you're always getting emails um, you know, and, you know, texts, if, if they have your number and, you know, I, I try to be open um, and, you you know, to everybody and hear what they have to say, you know, whether I agree with, with them or not. And, you know, if they want me or, or ask me to, you know, definitely take a, a second look and, or third look, you know, however many it ends up being over the, the four years that, that they're in high school um, because, uh, and, you know, the rankings are entertainment and I'm also not going to get it right a hundred percent. You know, I, I right. know that going in, I mean, there's only so much time I have to watch every kid, you know, there, there's going to be games. I, I see where, a kid looks really good and, you know, I may miss some of the bad performances where their weaknesses start to show up and, and that's vice versa there. So a lot of kids get caught into um, a situation where maybe I just saw him on a bad night or maybe I saw him on a really good night. And, you know, one game like that, you know, if I'm only, especially, you know, kids that aren't in my neck of the woods or maybe don't play on a big AAU team, I mean, that can really uh, affect their ranking. So, so there's a lot of different factors that I think you try to, look at when, when ranking a kid, knowing that you're not going to have all, all the answers, um, you know, unless, you know, it just happens to be, you know, a kid that I've seen 20, 25, 30 times over a four year period. But, you know, for, for that, you know, we're talking about 10, 15% of the prospects in any given class. So I don't take it personally, you know, when when somebody wants to call out a ranking, you know, frankly, for for a prospect in general, you know, if you don't, if you think you're ranked appropriately, uh, you know, I think there's something wrong with that. You know, I, I think you should necessarily feel you're you're better than than maybe what I have you at because you know, basketball, as anybody knows, is is you know what, 50% confidence. You know, or maybe, maybe even more. So you know, it, you know, I, I would honestly think maybe something's wrong with you or your game. You know, if you think I, I've got you accurately so I, I don't take it personally you know if you don't like it you know i guess i, I wouldn't i would prefer if you, you kept it off twitter and all that stuff um and i think the best way to go about it is to just prove me wrong and then and shut me up you know you get my respect a lot faster uh that way but you know i don't ever take it too personally and you know i try and you know listen to everybody and take as much information from um you know whether it's a parent whether it's a kid itself you know college coach whoever and you know try and put it all together. And, you know, when we're talking about ranking uh, you know, it ends up being about 150 by the time the senior year rolls around, you know, it's not going to be hundred percent perfect. And I know that.
0: Yeah. Um, we'll get into social media stuff as we go here. Uh, and my next question was going to be is how often do you, and I think I asked you this when I first, when I first met you, is how often you get just random dads like me that say, Hey, you got to come watch my kid.
1: Uh, not as much as as you think. Um you know honestly i i don't think it happened a ton this summer now i'm sure part of that is because of the, you know the whole covid thing you know I was separated from the parents yeah. so you know it didn't really happen uh, a lot but you know usually it's after the fact you know a lot of dads or moms you know will take video of their kids and uh, you know from every tournament and send it my way i, I would say that's more common than you know, somebody coming up to me—I don't know how many people you know would recognize me uh, anyway. I'm sure they recognize you know the, the Twitter handle and all that, but you know, in person's a, a little different. So you know, it doesn't really happen a, a ton. Um, yeah, I, I would say more common. It's just you know, emails or texts or calls, and you know, just asking if I'll, I'll take a look. You know, which I'm which I always will.
0: Okay. Um, all right. Well, let's just let's start. Um, just so people get an overview, because I, I kind of want to – you've kind of hit on a bunch of these points, but I actually kind of want to just get more specifics, I guess. So let's just go – let's dive into the ranking section of it. When you start, like, with a class um, – so I guess you could probably say this 2023 class was the most recent one that you've kind of started ranking, correct? So
1: uh, – Yeah. I, 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 well, I just finished 2021 yesterday, actually, but – Right, but we um,
0: haven't – you haven't – you haven't touched 2024 yet. So I'm no. saying – So the youngest – Okay, kid, yeah, so. okay. Yeah. So when you're starting from scratch uh, with a classic, so when you started with 2023, like what's, what's the first thing that you do? Is it talking to high school coaches, AU coaches? Are you, you know, what do you, what are you doing to start to just kind of get a baseline of who you want to put where?
1: I would say social media is a good place to start because you generally get these names popping up early a year or two before high school. So you kind of put them into the memory bank, you know, for instance with 2024 coming up, you know, Tayshawn Bridges is all over social media Right. you know about him, him and Nas Beeman too are going to be two national recruits. And you kind of, you know, I don't necessarily start ranking them until I see them live if I can, but you know, I definitely got their name down in the, in the database, ready to go. And, you know, I think you can get five, six, seven top kids, you know, right away, just just by paying attention on on social media and see who's coming up because, you know, I don't have the time to go to, you know, seventh or or eighth grade games a a ton and and watch and see who's coming unless it's, you know, a completely separate event. But usually those guys are in with the high school guys and, you know, I kind of got to focus on, you know, the upper tier classes uh, anyway, especially in a shortened summer like this, you know, where, you know, opportunities are limited for everybody. So so I would say that creates a, a good baseline. Um, just kind of getting a feel for, for who's coming up. Um, a lot of these guys already have film on them. You know, it doesn't hit everybody. There are a lot of, there's still a lot of kids that are going to slide through the cracks, but you know, obviously there's not a ton of freshmen that are going to see big varsity minutes, at least at, you know, the, the major schools, um, you know, division one, division two, even division three anyway. So, you know, and then you know, that would kind of be the next part. I think, see who's playing big minutes on varsity, who's doing what, um, because I I still don't like to rank them until after the first spring or summer anyway. So, you know, I think, you know, you can knock out a good solid 20-25 right there before you've ever seen these guys play um, and then before you ever have to rank them. I I think you you start with, you know, some of those kids that are creating hype on on social media, you know, it's generally pretty real. And and then, you know, you go to the guys who were able to crack um, varsity as freshmen and, and play key minutes, uh for for these high school programs
0: so good 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 perfect segue to my next question so you've which you know which you see by like for the most part when you look at rankings and you know you're not the only one that does rankings obviously there's plenty of people that do rankings but you Mm -hmm. notice a trend of where it's the kids that played varsity that are on these lists when you have other kids that are obviously that could be playing jv that could be just as good or just for freshmen in general which Mm -hmm. you know is is that's just a product of the i think the school you go to whether you go to a small school maybe a big school where you've got 30 or 40 kids going out or no one going out right so i mean i imagine that that's probably tough to gauge because and owen's a perfect example right i mean he was on jv and i mean look at the kid you know what i mean yeah so it's am i am i right by saying that's tough to differentiate like i got this kid that's playing a ton of minutes on varsity as a freshman but he goes to a d5 school versus you know someone at like a kimberly or something like that
1: Right. And, you know, that's why I always tell people, you know, especially when I updated the 2023 rankings and, you know, some some parents are like, why did my kid fall so far? It's really not that a kid fell. It's that, you know, I'm discovering new people now that I'm seeing them live and, you know, seeing what they can do because, you know, they they weren't guys that were on varsity for whatever reason. A lot of these guys play at, you know, big programs where they're not needed to, to play right away. And the dynamics are are different with with coaching. You know how they want to handle you know freshmen. There are a lot of coaches out there that just don't like playing freshmen. You know on varsity, yeah. they, they yep. may bring them up to to suit up or or, or whatever, but they don't like doing it. But they, they think it's more valuable to you know maybe be a starter on JV and get big minutes that way, which is you know totally acceptable. So you know a lot of times it, it's not that people are are dropping. It's not anything that they did. But you know I start when I started the 2023 rankings, I had. Um, I think 25 guys. And, and even at that point, you know, I was just stretching it out to get yeah. to 25 and it wasn't a, a sure thing because I didn't have a spring to, to watch, you know, these guys. And then I added, you know, 20, 25 more to make it an even 50. And it's really not that, you know, people are dropping. It's just that other guys start to emerge at this time and that's going to keep happening, you know, over the next three years here as is I'm going to discover, you know, more prospects that, you know, hadn't played in front of me or, you know, maybe our late bloomers and, you know, get on bars and start making their, mark on varsity later. And, you know, so I would, I would say that comes up a lot and a question I have to answer and, and kind of lay out there that, you know, it's not any, anything necessarily your son did. It's just that there are more players, you know, to choose from now.
0: Right. Are you, uh? do you rely a lot on, on uh, AU coaches, AU directors, varsity coaches, stuff like that? To, I mean, reach out to, to just kind of gauge information.
1: I, I would say if it's someone I haven't seen. So, so this Spring and summer was a lot more because, um, you know, there are a lot of guys on JV too that you know people tell me, you know, he's the real deal, you know, but it's like, you know, what do you do with somebody like that you haven't seen? Uh, doesn't have a stat line that, that you can look at or anything like that, or you won't see them in AAU this year. Um, but but I really don't just because, A, it's not conversations I want to have with with people that have every reason to lie to me, not, not to say that they would, you know, I, I like, I'm. I do value uh, their opinion. and you know, a lot of these guys, you know, forgotten more about basketball than I'll ever know. But, you know, I, I like to take it from the most unbiased source that I can. And, you know, every AAU coach, uh, no matter my relationship with them, has every reason to tell me somebody is, is better than they are. So it's kind of a situation. I don't necessarily ask where they should be ranked. It's not a question I ever want to ask them or even put them, in that type of spot, because I do think that's unfair to them too, because they got more than one player, right? So you're asking them to choose between, you know, their players sometimes, you know, who's better. And that's not a conversation I want to have, but, you know, just in terms of maybe where I think they are in terms of what level, high major, mid-major division two, whatever, those conversations uh, are definitely more frequent than say, what number should I have next to a kid's name?
0: Okay. Um, And I know we go back to the number. I mean, and I'm with you, like you started off this by saying like, You wish there weren't rankings. I I mean I'm I'm with you. It's when you watch the whole season, you know, we've and it's been jam-packed in the last, you know, month and a half. You watch how close kid four is to kid fifty-five. Like it just it's and it's like one of those might be just one game that you see it or, or whatever, but it it can fluctuate so much. But have you ever had a spot where or I guess depending on how you do your rankings and when you talk to people where you liked a player so much and you kept hearing other people like this kid's better, this kid's whatever, and then it, Trump, you, you ranked them again, again, we were talking about rankings, but like put him ahead of just because so many people told you that he was better and you went against what you actually believed and what you saw with your eyes.
1: Uh, I'd have to look back. Uh,
0: like an example, like, like Jordan Liam Biden.
1: McCabe might be an example, but I, I'll still blame myself. Cause I, oh, yeah, I remember, this is perfect. I remember cause being at guys. the state. I remember being at, at, I went to an Oshkosh North game during the season and I actually, I think I went to the Ashkosh North Kakana game too, and Ash, I believe Kakana won the first that year, but I was at the second shkosh North won, and I started to think you know you look at you look at Tyrese um, and you know he's a six five six six point guard, and then you look at Jordan, obviously all the skills in the world. You know, but, but he's undersized and, you know, gonna, not going to be limited at the college level. could be a defensive liability. And I started to think, you know, do I, do I really want to put Tyrese ahead of him? And then I went to another Oshkosh North game, and, you know, my thought was, man, my second thought there that night was Wisconsin fans are going to be so pissed when they see how good this kid's going to be for Iowa State. And they're, they're going to let Greg Gard have it, even though, you know, it was really out of his control with, with that one. And then, you know, the state tournament comes along, and Jordan McKay was obviously fantastic, maybe the best finish to a state championship game I've ever seen. And that includes the one Sam Decker had. I would actually give it to McCabe when, you know, all things considered, the, the opponent he played um, versus the, the stage, you know, sold out Cole Center um, um, and, and what he did in that final minute or two. Um, and, but then, you know, Tyrese just ran through Division One, and it wasn't even – wasn't even a game in in those two. I mean, and I thought, I I thought about doing it there, but you know, it was Jordan McCabe, (laughs) you know, he he was such a big name in this state and nationally. I I think I felt pressure to keep him number three. And and also I I was with NY2 LA at the time. And so Tyrese didn't come through a lot of our tournaments in AAU. So I didn't really have that to fall back on because that's where I do a lot of my value. I like to base it off what you do in AAU more so than high school, just because it's, you know, better competition. You get to see these guys against people they don't know. I, I think that it's a lot more organic. You don't have coaches stepping in with a billion different schemes. It's more just basketball. Right. Sure. Um, so I didn't have that to fall back on with Tyrese, but, but I, I definitely thought there would be pressure or, you know, it would, it would look bad to, to put Tyrese ahead of Jordan McCabe and, and I, I maybe even Joey Hauser, but you know, it's not, I don't remember what I was thinking because Hauser didn't play his senior year at, at Stevens Point, but that that would be an example that comes
0: to mind. Well, so what what was your ranking that year? Who did you have where? And where was I had, hero? Where was I hero? Had in Tyler
1: Hero one. Okay. Um, Joey Hauser two. McCade three. Tyrese Halliburton four. And obviously, you you, you, you think you. And we'll see what happens with Joey at Michigan State, but yeah. you know Tyrese is still a lottery potential top ten pick. It's hard to see you know, Joey getting to to that point um, you know, in a year or two here.
0: You you probably don't know this, Evan, because you probably didn't did you do any research on uh on me or my podcast or anything or no?
1: I I did listen to the last episode just to kind of get a feel for it.
0: Which one was that? I think we talked
1: about Tyler Hero. Okay,
0: yeah. So I have a very disdain for Tyler Hero. (laughs) Okay. So but I We can
1: talk we can talk about that.
0: So no so to give you a background of my podcast, I talk I, I was keeping track the first year of what McCabe, Halliburton, um, Hero, and then even um uh, Keyshawn Justice did. Mm-hmm. So just because it was Wisconsin it was like it's this it's like you've never seen this before in Wisconsin where you had these four guys going D one. And I'm assuming you've heard of the Holy Cross tournament up here in Kakana. Uh
1: no. Okay. Uh, so, unless it so- goes by is there a different what what is it? I, mean, I think
0: it's called the Holy Cross Men's Open. Okay, so it's no, it's, right. it's 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 a lot of like old guys, but that year overtime put together a team through McCabe because McCabe's a Kakana guy, and it was Halliburton McCabe, um, Justice Hero was supposed to play, but I'm assuming Cal Perry told, told him he told me couldn't whatever, so he didn't play, but they ended up getting to the championship and losing in the championship was which was way more than anyone thought because these old guys were just kind of beating him up the whole time, um, but justice outplayed all of them. Like Keyshawn justice was amazing the entire tournament. So, but anyways, ever since that, like my podcasts have always just kind of been around those four guys. Um, and mainly just the fact that I just, the hero stuff is just, yeah, I'm not the biggest Tyler hero fan. So if you're saying you want to talk about it, are you going to say that you're not a big Tyler hero fan either or what? Oh, you're a badger fan, aren't you? That's why you're not a Tyler. Well,
1: I'm not a badger fan anymore, but (laughs) I think, I think there are a lot of people, that need to be educated on how things went down. Um,
0: okay. So you me, were, and I, I do like Tyler.
1: I, I like, I like his family. Uh, and, you know, they've always been great to me. I got, you know, nothing, no ill will towards them. I mean, I even said when he, when he committed to Wisconsin, you know, I put this in writing, like this is not a, a, a fit, right. Like one of these two is going to have to drastically, change what they do in order to make this work. But, but at the time, you know, Tyler was, wasn't Tyler hero. Right. I mean, he was probably outside the top 100 or, or just inside it. Um, you know, grew up a big Badger fan Had just come off two visits. Really. He went to that Lambeau field game against LSU, um, which was an incredible environment. Um, and I think came to Madison the next week or the week after, um, and kind of just fell in love with, with being a hometown hero. And, you know, at the at the time, that, that was great. You know, there was nothing wrong with it. But, you know, as he continued to get better, his priorities changed. All of a sudden, basketball wasn't about college for him. That wasn't his end game. Or, you know, he certainly wasn't going to be a three- or, or four-year player. And Wisconsin's a, a different dynamic, especially when they have experienced guards. You know, he wasn't walking into there day one and knocking Demetri Trice or Brad Davison out of that spot. You know, could he have earned it at some point? Sure. You know, would he have, you know, what would, would he be, would he have gotten 30 minutes a game as a true freshman been allowed to dribble, you know, all over the floor, do what he want. No, chance. Wisconsin doesn't win that way. Um, you know, they got to win with their type of guys they, they got to win with their, their brand and their style and they've been successful for 20 years. Why should they change? Um, And, and, you know, I I think it got to a point where, you know, you start seeing North Carolina sniff around, you start seeing Kentucky obviously sniff around and you can go to these schools and join a brand new roster from day one and not have to worry about any of that. And and you're going to be marketed in a way that that's best for, you know, the, the NBA and, you know, obviously Kentucky did wonders with him They did they did right by him. Um, I'm not saying there's a right or, or wrong way to do things. You know, they're, they're two different basketball programs and, you know, they, they, they do things two completely different ways. Um, so, so I think most Wisconsin fans are okay with, with how things turned out. I mean, Wisconsin had a setback, you know, for a year that the 2018 class, they've gotten nothing out of it so far. Uh, Missed the NCAA tournament, you know, they they came back next year, uh, reloaded, got their guys, you know, Demetri Trice made big gains, Brad Davison made big gains, you know, who knows what, you know, Harrow on this team made up a scholarship. Who knows who may not be here because of that. Um, Yeah. I think it all would have worked out pretty similar, but you know, you never know. Maybe Micah Potter's not at Wisconsin right now. If Tyler Harrow was still on that roster, I don't, I don't know how it would have worked out. Uh, Maybe you can't close Johnny Davis because you don't have that scholarship for Jordan. For, for his brother Jordan to, to kind of get that deal done uh, as well. So a lot of different things are going to happen, but, you know, Wisconsin's obviously um, bounced back fine, getting a share of the big 10. And, and like I said, I, I don't think the smart Wisconsin fan, I don't know if that's the best way to put it, has any disdain towards what happened other than the fact that it happened. I think they can see that what happened with Tyler was the right move.
0: So you said what wasn't
1: you, what wasn't right is that it happened two weeks before signing pay. Sure. And a lot of people don't know that Wisconsin thought they were going to lose Tyler in July. They went to him and said, Hey, if you want out, let us know. We got you know, four guys we can offer right now. One of those guys may have been Tyrese Halliburton. I, I sure. think it was still a little too late at that point, but that was one AJ Green." Who is an all conference? Did he did he stay in the draft in Northern Iowa? I don't know, but he, he was uh, he tested the waters and you know he's a, he's an all conference player in Northern Iowa. Another one, the one that's the killer is Ochai baji at, at Kansas. He was a kid from Oak Creek, grew up a diehard Badger fan. Uh, he was actually coming to commit on an official visit until Kansas swooped in, offered him, and took him. Now, if you were able to make that offer in July, you get him up for get him up. For on campus in August, early August, it's yeah. over. Yeah. You, know, you got a pro on your roster right now, so that's where you know Wisconsin fans have every right to be upset. But but in terms of you know the decision Tyler made, I don't think anybody can fault it at, at this point. It was right for both parties. And you know, look, if you know, like I said, Tyler obviously his priorities changed. Wanted to get to the NBA as soon as possible. If that's not happening at Wisconsin, and you know he's there for one year and transfers, it's a terrible look for your program. Yeah. So you can make the argument, you know, both sides really benefited by this, and and Tyler certainly, you know, not only helped himself obviously, but but helped Wisconsin by, by pulling out as well. Because like I said, you know, it wasn't about college for him anymore.
0: Yeah, I'll. I'll I've never ever ripped him for the decision. I, he did the the greatest thing that that for himself by far. I mean, it's you can't debate that at all. So you said, you said that you're not a Badger fan anymore. Does that mean that you were a Badger fan and now you're not because something happened?
1: No, I, I mean, I, I obviously grew up 15 minutes from Madison, but I think, you know, once you take this job, you kind of get away from it. Um, you know, it's, it's not like I watch the games or go to the games and, you know, I got a Badger shirt on. I can't tell you the last time I bought any Badger apparel or anything like that. Um, you know, obviously, you get to know these kids a little bit on a personal level. You know, you want to see them do well and all that. Especially, you know, people I cover for prep hoops. You know, like Johnny Davis or you know Carter Gilmore. You know, whoever that that you kind of get to know them and their families. Obviously, it's you know nice to you know kind of watch them and see them do well. But yeah, you know, in terms of fan, you know, I think that just kind of goes away after a while. You know, fact, I mean, the sooner they lose, the sooner I get in the NCAA tournament, the sooner I get a vacation and honestly i mean the thing you find out too is it's the worst they do when bad stuff happens those are your best days on the network because traffic goes to the roof no one wants to come to the site when everything's good for the most part and they're cruising they want to come and complain and (laughs) do all that stuff so you know it was funny you know tyler like tyler for instance sent me a message after he committed and he goes you know thanks you know for everything i really appreciate it you know sorry it didn't work out i'm like sorry, you did it perfectly. You committed, it was a huge thing. And then you decommitted. I got, I got
0: yeah. <laughs> you know, Plenty of two stories, bangs for my stuff. buck there, right, man. Right. <laughs> Lots to talk about. Yeah. So you're not a fan of any team then, huh? You don't, I mean, obviously just, just do what you're doing. I mean,
1: just... yeah. I mean, if I quit today, would I be a Badger fan? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I don't, I, I'm not, you know, cheering for anybody on a okay. regular basis.
0: Okay. I'm a Duke fan just to so let you know. So I'm not a Badger fan either. Okay, <laughs> People hate that, but whatever it is. I've just been a Duke fan my whole life and my kids are too because of it. So, but it is what it is. So, okay. Well, that was good. I didn't think we're going to take a Tyler hero tangent, but I'm always happy. Every single podcast I talk about Tyler hero, it's just one thing that I have to do Mm. all the time. So uh, he actually played today and he's not shooting well, just for everyone out there who's listening to the, to normally, he's not shooting well down in the bubble. So don't tell me that he's an elite shooter yet. (laughs) That's my biggest beef. Um, Okay. So we got rankings. Um, Yeah. My point was with the whole, to go back to what we were talking about with you brought up McCabe. I was just thinking like, if you take the 2022 class, um, I think there's a there's the argument that who's number one again? It's rankings, but it's Bond or Brazel, right? Is that how you pronounce the last name, Brazel?
1: You know, this is the first time I've ever had to say it, so I don't I get <laughs> caught in this all the time because I'm always just writing it.
0: Brazel, Brazel, whatever. I think whatever. it's Braziel. Braziel, oh yeah, Brazio. okay. I don't. Yeah, I'm.
1: Trailing. I was just wondering if like if you like I'll have to ask them. I don't.
0: Yeah, like if you liked you know, you loved bond, but everyone else like Jeffrey and then there, and then you, but if you went against it, I'm, that's what I'm just talking, that's no big, I mean, it was just a question. I just wonder of the, the, the main thing was, is I, you know, who are we list? Who are you talking to and stuff like that? And if you really do trust certain people, but it sounds like it's obviously, I mean, you're the one that writes it. You're the one that's got to stick with what you're writing. And if it ends up backfiring or, or I guess whatever, but so, um, I want to talk about offers that kids get, um, let me do this. Let's talk about offers that kids get, Evan. <laughs> um, how do you find out that kids get offers?
1: Well, well, now it's it's all Twitter. I mean, it but used to be you it yeah, used to be the, get a text or something. Now I got now I got to watch Twitter all day long.
0: Right, but usually don't. you're the one that's bra- you're usually one of the first ones that has it, right? Like if you if you're the first one that gets it, are you? Is a dad texting you? Is a kid? Like, where are you getting this from? And then the follow-up question is, how are you confirming or are you not – like, is there a – are you going, all right, got to make sure this is true? Is this legit? You know what I mean?
1: Um, You know, like, like I said, in terms of, you know, the taxi, you, you don't get those. I, I mean, at least I don't. And, you know, frankly, the kid – even if you do, the kid's already posted it on Twitter anyway. I mean, it's kind of a situation now where – you know, that the kid's in, in charge of the message and, you know, c- controls it more than anything. So it's kind of a little bit of an addict where, you know, you got to be on Twitter all day, just, you know, refreshing every hour and just kind of seeing what, what, what's going on um, just because, the, you know, it wasn't like that, you know, in 2010, 2011, 2012, when I first started and even when Twitter was around, it wasn't used like that. So, um, yeah, you know, I wanna text, you know, sometimes some coaches will will text you, You you can meet college coaches. Hey, we offered so and so. And um, in in terms of confirming it, um, I mean, obviously, there are some where you're like, this is a little suspicious. Um, You know, if that's the case, I really just won't tweet about it. You know, usually you can figure it out, you know, kind of what it is, or, you know, not to try and embarrass anybody. I'm not thinking of any specific example but but obviously
0: I could give you 20 uh, of them Evan yeah
1: <laughs> um but but usually I would say most people's intuition is correct when, when it comes to to that stuff um you know you kind of just got to use it um there there are times you know while I text coach just to be sure and you know generally they have an offer you know I, I would say it's very rarely where I'm like there's no way this kid got X offer that you know you catch text the coach and they're like oh oh yeah we 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 did actually so you know I think it's really just an intuition thing um, and you know having been been around all these kids so much you know you kind of um, and you know I'm in my what I don't even know eighth class now I mean, you mean you, you know who's legit and, and who's not and you know like like I touched on earlier there's a lot of politics involved so even though some offers may not seem accurate at times there are you know politics playing to that with college coaches as well and there are reasons they will offer a kid even if he's somebody they're not willing to take at that moment
0: and what I was gonna say like correct me if i'm wrong most of these offers are they're not very solid where like if the kid's like yep i'm gonna go i'm playing there they're, they're not gonna be able to sign there correct
1: right and you know you, you you know that from a lot of the schools too because you know if you look at how many players they're offering right you know, you, you know if it's a, some schools will offer 100 plus kids in a cycle and they've got three spots you know they're not you know whether or not you can debate what you want to call an offer but you know if if you can't commit and, and, and take it is, is it really an offer right. so a lot of it depends on the school, too. I mean, I still think it's important to, even if it is that situation, I still think it's important to say that that player has the offer. You know, the school called, they, they said it. Um, it's only going to help the kid, too. You know, if school A sees that school B offered, that's only going to improve the stock in their eyes and it may lead to more offers as well. So I don't, I don't see any downside with that. You know, the only one would be claiming offers the school hasn't made at all that that would be the one where you kind of just sit back and, and don't say anything.
0: So what, how, 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 do offers affect how you rank kids? Because there's plenty of kids that they don't. Okay. Cause I was gonna say there's, there's plenty of kids that have no offers or one offers. And then there's a kid that's got, you know, 10 offers, but he's ranked 10 spots lower. So, okay. So you're saying you really don't kind of take that into play. I mean,
1: uh, I I never have. I mean, if it gets to a point where I'm like, okay, this guy's got 10 high major offers and I don't even know if this situation has happened. And, you know, I have the kid outside the top seven, eight, nine or whatever. And we're talking about a regular year, not this one where schools are having to make offers after never watching a a player live, you know, okay. Um, You know, you'll probably get a slight bump to me, but, you know, the fact is, and I don't want this to sound arrogant or, or cocky, but but the fact is, you know, schools can only see a player um, in, you know, a couple times a year. You know, meanwhile, for me, I'm seeing them in the AAU season for three, four, five months, however long that goes. I'm seeing them in the high school season for another three, four, five months. I mean <laughs> – I've seen them more and, you know, as I've gone longer in this business, I'm getting more, especially now more than ever. um, You know, more coaches are calling me asking me what I think and, you know, because not to take away anything from them, you know, a lot of these guys are are really good at their jobs, but, you know, a lot of people I, I think struggle to identify, talent and I think it would shock a lot of people how reliant some of these coaches are on people like me it shocked me early in my career when I didn't know anything and I had high major schools asking me what I think and you know at the time I was 22 23 whatever and I kind of uh, you know didn't have an answer
0: yeah.
1: for people but you know um, I, I, I like to use my own gut and, and I think it's important to do that. And, and this is a conversation I've had with a couple of people this spring and summer because I've had people lower that have good offers. And you know, I'm like, you know, do you want me to, to rank your kid based on what a, what, you know, a, a school who hasn't watched him said? Um, or, or do you want me to rank him and get him to a point where, you know, he's earned it because he's earned it with me? I mean, what, what's more valuable to, to, to you? And, you know, for me, I, I think it would, you know, if I was a parent, i would think I want my son ranked because that person actually believed it, not because uh a school who you know may or not may not have seen him live said so, or you know, like I said, you know politics is is big in this game um you know and that's another reason why I don't go off offers, you know especially you know it could depend on what a hey, you program you played with a lot of them have the best of intentions, they don't get into that stuff um but 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 there are plenty that that do, and you know they they go after college programs and, you know, beg them to offer kids for for whatever reason it might be. Um, Not to say that that's a huge negative, you know, again, you know, if you're doing right uh, I think, you know, there are situations where that will do wonders for, for a kid. But, you know, as far as me ranking off offers, I I just can't do it. And I I can't justify it to myself to say, you know, go against me necessarily what I believe or, or what I see, um, and I have no problem being wrong you know, in this type of work. I'm going to be wrong more than I am right. So, you know, it doesn't necessarily bother me a ton, but offers just, you know, never move the, the needle for me for, for those reasons in terms of, um, you know, especially with, with, with top 10, you know, I think, I think you, you see these kids go against each other enough and, you know, there are a lot of different ways you can, you can rank kids a lot of schools will offer on upside, you know, whatever. So that kid may end up, you know, being a lot better in college than than he is when I see him in high school too. Mm -hmm. But I I like to reward you for what you are versus more than necessarily what you could be.
0: Okay. That was actually, I wasn't actually going to ask you at some point about that because, um, because you do sometimes I wonder is, all right, are these rankings based on what, where he's going to be next year? Because the kid's really raw. He's long. He hasn't grown yet. Are we looking at what, someone is right now because let's just i'll I'll and this is not again you've said it not everyone's going to agree with your rankings evan i don't agree with your complete your rankings obviously either you That's know what i mean okay. like, right it's no big deal like it is what it is um there is a, like i saw the rankings for 2023 and i'm not i've said this on my podcast before we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna sit here and bash kids at all this is not a bashing kids stuff that they're their kids uh it is what it is they're the parents are usually the problem not the kids but have you ever seen? Have you ever seen uh, Johnny Kinzinger play basketball?
1: Only on film. I, well, okay. I actually, I actually, uh, yeah, I got the uh, live stream last week, and I haven't gotten a 15U yet. So, yeah, he was a pure film. He
0: fell okay. for me. So, um, I I coached my youngest kid, who's in the same grade. So, I've coached against Johnny for for years. Okay, um, had had battles with him all the time. And if John, and this is just my opinion, and so far I'm pretty, I'm doing pretty good on my on my 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 people who I tell you who to watch and who's good. If Johnny Kinzinger was six, four, we would be talking about the NBA. The kid is amazing. Yeah. The kid's amazing. Uh, he hung yeah. like he hung 30 on us in, on, in Kimberly as a freshman. Um, and he's just, and he's just smaller, Johnny's a smaller, smaller kid. He he'll go, he's going D one somewhere. I don't know where it's going to be, but he's going yeah. D one because the kid is amazing. Um, And you hear this all the time. And I don't typically say it all the time, but you hear everyone say it. Oh, he's a nicer kid than he is a player. He's a great. The kid is absolutely amazing kid, just, just as, a, just as a, a great kid he is. But he's he's an amazing basketball player. And when you get the chance to watch him, hopefully we have a season this year, get mm-hmm. up here and watch him play because he is absolutely the real deal. And I've coached against um, – who's who's your number one? Is Milan number one? Yes. Yeah, and I've coached against Milan, and, and Milan's absolutely incredible too. He's going to go high D1 easily. So, I just wanted to throw my my uh, Johnny Kinzinger there because I think you have him at five. I think he should be one or two. Just my opinion.
1: Okay. That's, I mean, like I said, I mean, the, the 2023s, uh, I know people like to take them, um, you know, especially if they're freshmen, like it, like it's state. And I had this conversation with a parent, too. I'm like, this isn't even close to being ready, and especially when oh, I had wow. to do it at a point where, you know, a lot of these guys I'm trying to watch on film, um, you know, Johnny – like like you said, I mean, if you were six four, yeah. But you, I think you know, when you only have film to go off, you can't see, you know, they're not, you know these these highlights. So I'm going to show you what you they want yeah. you to see. Exactly. And so with a guy like him, I, I'd rather put him lower, and give him a chance to move up against kids that do have the measurables versus rather starting starting him too high and having to drop him because all of a sudden his size does start to bother him. You know even though that's something that's completely out of his c- control um so you, yeah uh, what, what is he 510 i think 511 if you're a pure point guard you know yeah. but but you know he's kind of a combo maybe more of a shooting guard from from what i've seen so you know i think you know you, to start you know again i have not seen him live i mean like i said i'm like i told the parent too you know i could be completely wrong on a lot of these kids right now yeah. but that i haven't seen um and then they're not him close to me and done growing here a lot's going to change so I couldn't I could see a situation where I definitely have him lower than um, where I have him. I've heard he's just an unbelievable shooter. Um, yeah, he's maybe, probably the best in this class. So, you know, especially yeah. if he grows, yeah. I'm, I mean, I have no problem seeing him in the top three, top two.
0: Yeah, well, my claim to fame is that I held him to two. Uh, I shouldn't say I. Our team held him to two points once on two free throws in seventh grade. Okay. So well, I, don't think well, I, I just dropped, him. I don't think I just I, dropped I, him to ten. <laughs> then. Dropped Thanks.
1: 10. You can explain <laughs> just... that to him.
0: <laughs> it was in 7th grade but that's just I can guarantee no one's yeah. ever done that but um yeah he's an amazing player. So did you get to um uh NY 2 LA they were doing their the grassroots stuff? Did you get to any of those No, I, I was
1: I started watching online. I'm not I can't
0: go down there. Oh okay. Okay. Um going back to offers and stuff like that. You you'd kind of hit on it a little bit about how you got people calling you. So and this is just, this is more of an opinion kind of thought. I'm just, I'm just picking your brain at this point. Cause you're in the, you're in the game and you're around basketball all the time. But like, what do, what do you, what kind of role do you think that the, do you think that's like a role that, cause you're playing it, I guess, if they're coming to you about it, but do you think that's a role that most AU coaches and directors should be playing? High school coaches should be a role that they should be taking on and, and trying to get their kids offers or I'm just, you know, it's like what what, what impacts getting offers the most for these kids? Is it their high school coaches? Is it the, is it their AAU coaches? Is it just their playing AU, you know what I'm saying? Or is it someone like you?
1: Well, I mean, I I don't think it's necessarily any one thing in particular at the end of the day, I'd still like to believe it's because a coach sat down, watched you compete uh, against uh, another high level opponent, um, did their homework on you as as a player, as a student, as a person, whatever they like to do, and, you know, you checked off enough boxes for them uh, to offer. Uh, Now, that said, there are a lot of different people out there that can sway these coaches. Um, You know, you ask, should AAU coaches be involved in in trying to get these kids offers? Uh, I think absolutely, if you know what you're talking about and you're straightforward at the end of the day i don't think you're helping a kid by getting a school who may not necessarily want him or believe in him to offer and has to be pushed in such a way um that they're not 100 percent sold when they offer i don't think that helps the kid it definitely doesn't help the school You know, so there are a lot of people in these coaches here. Um, At the end of the day, I think most coaches, all you can really do is get them to watch a kid and have them make up their mind uh, on these players one by one. I I don't, there are very few that, um, you know, you could call up, or at least I could call up. There are a lot more people with bigger power than i have that i could call up and say hey can you offer this kid and, and they would do it I, and, and could probably count those guys uh, on one hand um so at the end of the day i, I still think it comes down to it's starting with an assistant coach sitting down and, and doing the the groundwork on these kids maybe watching them a couple times and then you know however that program operates you know a lot of a lot of head coaches will leave it up to the assistance at, at times and, you know, kind of give them free reign, you know, others will uh, offers will only come through the head coach and, you know, they have to make the, the final decision on it. So at the end of the day, you know, no matter how many people are, are in these schools ears, um, I would like to think the majority of offers, at least in my experience come from the evaluation of the schools. All you can really do is ask a school to watch a kid and, you know, then it's up to them to make up their own mind.
0: So, and the reason I kind of ask is, I mean, if, you go on Twitter. I haven't even actually, I don't even know if you follow this person. I don't even know if they're actually on Twitter. It might be somewhere else. It might be different social media, but like there's kind of like, I guess, I don't want to say scouts, but like there's guys running around that are posting about, Hey, come look at this kid. Look at this kid, look at this kid. And it's like, okay, hey, you don't work for one of the colleges or maybe you do. I don't know. Like how you, is someone paying you to say this about the kid or a college paint? You know what I mean? Like, do you, do you know, do you kind of know like that there's people out there in social media that are colleges are going directly to, and they're just listening. What these, I guess, consultants you could say you know, what they're saying, what their opinion is.
1: Um, I mean, there are yeah, people that run scouting services. I mean, I, I wouldn't say I necessarily, you know, no, I mean, NY two LA, I mean, we're, or NY two LA and prep hoops are, are technically scouting services too. And then, you know, fall on, under that category. Um, I, I guess you kind of have to give me a specific example, um, as to, you know, who you may be, be talking. maybe we can talk, off- I, mean, I, mean, talk I, offline. We, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I yeah, there's do you have, I seen tweets where people say college coaches, you got to watch this kid. Yeah. And yeah, I think they're, they're mostly scouting services that, um, you know, there's, there's two types of scouting services. I think, you know, like us and, and Y 2 LA, I mean, the colleges will pay us. Um, there's obviously a, another way to go, which I don't want to, I guess, give an opinion. Cause I don't necessarily know what I'm,
0: you want me to give the opinion fully,
1: but where the kids and the parents will pay to get their name out there. Do do I think that's the best way to go about it? No, but I don't know enough about that side to, to really, I mean, that would just be off the top of my head. You know, I, I, especially in today's age of social media, I don't think you need that. I think I would guess unless there's something I don't know um, you know, I I would say that that kind of thing's a waste of money.
0: Yeah. You know, I won't, we can talk offline about specifics, but, and this is, it's funny because it's again, like we've segued right to where I was going to go anyways, but like the social media stuff and we kind of, I kind of mentioned it before we um started recording, but like you guys run a, it's a fine line when you talk about high school kids, like you guys are, everything you write is basically you're, you know, you're just, it's all good stuff, right? That's just what it is. There's never, right. ever, Hey, these are the kids that are left off and why they left off. This is what they, why they suck or this is why they need to work on, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, but there are, social media accounts out there that it's nonstop like everything's great everything's good everyone's everyone's amazing and then they run camps or things like that that clearly are going to generate or uh, generate revenue and who's going to pay for these all of the parents of these kids that just got mentioned and tweeted about that they are amazing players yeah you see what i'm saying and, yeah, it's, and
1: it, that's kind of uh it's a it is a fine line to walk because I mean I find myself walking that line too and I don't necessarily feel good about it sometimes because you know we do run a camp and and it's some kind
0: of, I wasn't talking oh, about you guys by the well, way well I
1: know I know but I, I'm just kind of trying to be transparent yeah um I mean we run you know a showcase too and you know it does kind of feel like sometimes you know, profiting off high school kids and, and their families. And, you know, it, it's, it, it, you know, it doesn't it, – I don't like to think of it like that. You know, I, I think at the end of the day, you know, you, I mean, again, you know, we don't go out and seek uh, – what do you call it? Subscriptions from, from kids or their right. families. I mean, it's a college, you know, basketball um, scouting service that, you know, those colleges are supposed to subscribe to. Now, if you want to, to see – uh, you know what I'm, what I or anybody else in the network may have said about you know your your son. You're more than welcome to obviously, and then of course you know the, there's a camp. But I mean, you are getting something out of it. I mean, I, I can't remember how many coaches we have that that subscribe to this. I mean, it's national. It's all over. So yeah. and even the camp. I mean, there's going to be college coaches there watching you and stuff like that. But yeah, there, there are people that target it for that reason, and you know maybe overhype a kid because you know, you're, you're getting something out of it. So I, you know, I, I never look at necessarily who subscribes for that reason. I, I don't want to be a guy that, you know, makes money off the backs of a you know, 15, 16, 17, 18 year old kid. But you know, you, you, you could draw that parallel with all of us and it'd be hard to say, you know, no, I don't.
0: Yeah. All right. So let's, well, let's just continue talking about social media here. Cause there's a lot of stuff that we could go on for hours about social media. Um, the, we talked kind of about your effects on ranking. So you do, I mean, you do use social media to kind of rank kids. You do look, I mean, even though you even though we both know, right. That everything that you see on social media is going to be a good video of these kids. Right. You still kind of do look at it and it. here. Oh, here's a question that, that um uh, another, one of my friends wanted me to ask you, do you guys, I know it's, it's just the world we live in. Right. It's like, Oh, this person dropped 25. This person dropped 30 points. Has there been a time where you've just been so overwhelmed by like oh, This guy can, this kid can play defense. Like I am, ranking this kid high because he is, he can't really score. He can't shoot, but he is a lockdown defender. Like, cause you watch AU, there's not a lot of defense being played. It's pretty, it can get pretty mm. sloppy and pretty ugly. So, and a lot of stuff is always just so offensive, offensive generated. I mean, is there ever, do you look at that stuff? Do you see where like, this kid's really good, but he does not play defense and he does not care about playing defense, dropping him 10 spots or whatever.
1: Yeah. All, all the time. Um, I don't know if I would drop a kid as much and, you know, Maybe it's something I need to do. You know, if I necessarily uh, feel you're you're a bad defender, I, I think it's you know, like you said, sometimes in AAU, it's sometimes it can be hard to see who's a bad defender because you know there are very few guys that go out there um, in these tournaments with the sole purpose of shutting someone down, and you know that's their niche because that's not going to get them highlights that may not even get them noticed by, by college coaches. And unless you have like a, an incredible defensive performance, and I know you're going up against a top kid and then, you know, you shut him down, that may not even get you in the, in the write-up a, a lot of the time. So, I, I mean, like you said, it's a world we live in where you got to score. Um, you know, if you, you want your name out there, you want rankings, whatever. I mean, nobody that averages two points a game and that's maybe the best defender in the state, you know, is going to be ranked in the top 25. Even though at the college level that may have tremendous value, um, you know, and you may outperform and have a better career than everybody else in front of you because of that reason. But yeah, I would definitely say on the flip side, the good defenders do stand out because they can be rare uh, in aAU uh, a good example would be Hayden doyle Brookfield East right um now he's gotten a lot better offensively too but but i thought you know he got his offers initially you know his first couple division two offers because of what he can do defensively and kind of that blue collar you know mentality that, that stands out with, with, with him and you know he's always played on, on such a loaded team in aAU and yet you know he's still a guy that stands out because of what he does on the defensive end and certainly a guy um, may not have the athletic measurables of where I have him ranked, but, but he is elevated because of what he can bring on that end of the floor.
0: Okay. Um, So going along with social media, this in the last month, this kind of was a, I'm wondering if this is going to become a trend, but a uh, movement hoops decided as obviously, as you know, created a team. Um, What are your thoughts on that? specifically do you think that we're going to see something more of this because it's interesting because you've got it goes back to social media it goes back to i we want all these kids and all these parents want their all these eyeballs on on their kids and going to play for a team such as movement hoops that runs essentially a you know media company that's that puts out highlights all the time are we going to see this more often and what are your just kind of general thoughts on it
1: yeah, I don't know if I have necessarily a, a strong opinion one way or the other right now. Um, I've seen it before, not necessarily maybe from somebody like them who started, um, you know, putting videos together. But, I mean, NY2LA Sports, you know, has a team now, Phenom, um, you know, there's, uh, world hoops elite, you know, they run a scouting service, you know, put together an AAU team, um, and have something on, you know, so that's kind of the, they, you kind of, I don't know if it's the side or the main thing, uh, for them, but, but there are a lot of people in this business that do something else like that and, and do have an AAU team. Um, I haven't spoken to them specifically on, you know, kind of the rhyme or reason, um behind it um i don't think they necessarily i could be wrong but i don't think they started it out of thin air i think it's the old dayton county warriors um and start you know kind of took that roster over and, and turned it into movement hoops uh elite um but you know those guys are, are good guys too i mean i'm sure that their priorities um are in the right place and you know they want to see kids succeed and you know if I had to guess it I think they were just kind of looking for a a new challenge uh in, in this game and you know um trying to do something different and you know we'll see how it goes um because I think it was a good year for them to get started because with with uh everything going on you know there are a lot of players jumping teams, so they yeah. got to borrow a kid here, a kid yeah. there that maybe was off this weekend or a certain weekend and just wanted to play, um, you know, but building a program takes a lot of time across all levels, uh, takes a lot of, um, you know, can take a lot of money depending on, you know, who you are, what your funding is, um, you know, if you're sponsored, if you're not, if you're in a um, um, shoe league, if you're not, you know, there's all sorts of dynamics that, that go with it. But, um, you know, I think they would have an appeal for kids just because you know, these high school kids know who they are. They've been around the, a lot of these guys before. Obviously, there's a, an added benefit with, you know, they're going to have cameras at every game, watching everything you do. You're going to get a, a, a highlight tape that, that nobody else is doing because they're going to be at every one of your games, you know, filming it too. Um, and, and certainly – Um, you know just being as young as they are they can relate to the kids differently as well and you know have they been around the block in this AAU you know business enough um, to impact college coaches get them at their games and and all sorts of that stuff and there's going to come you know the off season where you have to fight to keep your players and you have to try and sometimes to take players from other programs you know do you have that kind of juice I think will be a a challenge for them at such a young age, but, you know, um, because it's not just the kid you have to convince a lot of times you have to convince the parents too um, that, that, that move is going to be the best for them. But um, like I said, without having spoken to them, you know, I, I do think the priorities are in the right place and, you know, knowing them, I don't necessarily know them on a personal level, but we cross paths. A lot, you know, they they they're good guys as far as I can tell with, with good intentions. So it'll it'll be interesting to see how this grows because obviously they do have a presence uh, in in this state. But um you know, certainly some of the stuff I, I mentioned I think can take time to to learn. I, I don't think uh, you look at all these big AAU programs; none of them necessarily came up overnight. Certainly not the biggest ones who have the most influence in this game. So it's not you know, one year thing where all of a sudden you've arrived, you know, it's going to be a, uh, you know, reputation that has to build over four or five um, years, maybe even longer.
0: Yeah. I, I just think it's really interesting because in this whole, I mean, this whole last hour we've been talking about social media and eyeballs on you and perception of kids. And, you know, like you've looked at, you, you kind of do rankings based on social media and you've got this, this movement hoops that is all about videos of kids and you've got big AU programs that don't do a whole lot to promote their kids. You know, you don't see a lot of tweets from them and don't see yeah. talking about, and even they have really, really good kids. They don't talk about them and you can go to this movement hoops mm. and you're going to, I mean, you got a couple of good moves, a couple of good possessions and you're on a highlight film and it's more yeah. than any kind of tweet a big program could ever send out. You know what I mean? That's why it's, I I, I don't think it's going to stop. I think it'll, I think it'll continue to go and you're right. It's been a weird year where kids have been playing for one one program and then the next week there was someone else and the next week there was someone else and it's 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 just it's been a weird obviously it's been a really really weird year so but um i thought it was yeah because i mean Cobb's came up is Cobb still down in arizona because Cobb's came up and played with him i'm assuming you saw that he was playing with him same with oh him. yeah yeah
1: um yeah maybe he's back home I, I i don't know i don't know anything about that kid other than yeah he was in the state for up until eighth grade year and, and
0: left but yeah my son my son was just i think my son just because i think he was at hillcrest hillcrest prep down in uh, arizona with uh yeah. foster so he didn't know yeah. if he just came up for the tournament or or what but i and i don't i don't keep up with the arizona kids i mean i just saw that he was playing with them, so i just thought it was kind of interesting so um i'm just checking my list of what we uh what i kind of sent you and what i wanted to talk about so let's um since Let's go back. Let's talk about some more. Let's talk about 2022 rankings. <laughs> just, just because that's kind of how we started things off when I first met you. So um, who is your – because we'll talk – when you talk about Owen before, I'll talk about Owen. And, and I'm transparent. Like, Owen's slept over at my house before. He's friends with my kid. Like, I've got – I'm not going to sit here and – here's the thing. I'm not pumping a kid that is not good. Fair, Evan is Owen Polakowski, a very good basketball player.
1: is a very good basketball player (laughs)
0: okay was he one of your biggest surprises this 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 last couple months that you saw
1: yeah you know i i think so just because i you know i never heard of him i mean he was on jb um obviously good enough to to be on on varsity um yeah i I don't know the dynamics of kimberly they have very good team a deep team um but given what i saw this summer i thought he, at the very least, could have been a nice role player uh, for them. And, you know, I know they've got some good football players that, that kind of fill this role. But, you know, they go small with those 6'4", six, 6'5", six, forwards that kind of do the dirty work. Then they had a couple of those guys. Now, Owen's not that big, but I, but I thought he could, you know, given his football background, given his uh, strength, you know, maybe g- giving him some minutes there. Um, to, to do that, you know, so, you know, after you came up to me, um, I, I wasn't going to watch, uh, I'll admit that, you know, hey, I gonna, come on, I, well, I had the baller TV, so I was like, well, I could get, And I think Wisconsin Playground was playing, and I, I kind of like to do the highlight tapes on the side, so I didn't want to miss anything that, that may have come up, and like I said, you know, with the, the badger job, too, they got a lot of guys Wisconsin was always looking at, so I like to kill two birds with one stone, I can, but, I was like, you know what playground's at every tournament I'm at. So, you know, I'll I'll go back there. And, you know, I think I'm there like a minute and he picks a kid's pocket, you know, on the other side of half court, takes it the other way and then dunks it on him. I am like, okay, (laughs) this was worth it. Um, I don't think he necessarily had a, a big game, but you know, he certainly stood out just in, in so many areas. Um, you know, 6'3", athletic, strong, uh, more skilled than you would think for for a guy with a football background, um, you know, and his body type, you know, you look at him and you think, okay, he's going to be a bruising slasher. And then, you know, he can put it on the deck and kind of weave through traffic. He can shoot it from the outside. And, you know, if if defenders aren't capable, careful, you know, he'll go up um, and, you know, put it on him at, at the rim too. So, you know, there was a lot to like. I, I can't think of necessarily a situation where a guy um, – there, there might be one or two that I'm just not thinking of, but that a guy I didn't know of just came in and, you know, after, you know, probably two tournaments, I had already decided he was going to go from unranked to the top 35. Um, I, I Put him know. higher.
0: Put him higher. Put higher. him yeah, higher. We'll, we'll see. Put him I,
1: We'll, we'll, we'll see. You know, they didn't play a lot of, uh, at least from what I saw, top opponents on, on the prep hoop circuit. They were kind of always on the off court, and, and and I don't know. It was a weird year where we couldn't do bracket play because of COVID. So yeah. all the teams that you had to come in with, if you are playing at eight, you know, all those teams were back again at 11. So, you know, it was a weird year with that. We didn't get a lot of bracket play, high-level matchups like that, unless you were – Playing in the showcase games on, you know, whatever was Friday or Saturday morning. So, you know that that I would like to see him, but you know, like I said, I always like to like to uh, be conservative with with anybody um, for the first time. Start them lower than than maybe I think they are. Just give them room to climb. And I think that's a better alternative than you know having kid all of a sudden not live up to that hype and you know, having to drop them down.
0: Um how much did you, how much did you watch him? Cause I know obviously he was, uh, did you watch uh, roughly how many games do you think you wa- or Half of games. Did you think you watched them? I get, I, I get updates. So I have an idea. People, I would tell say, me if you're I would say
1: four, I would say four or five over the summer.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, and I've watched, i I watched him all the time on baller TV just cause I, I'm interested mm-hmm. cause he's like, he's one of my, um, my son's close friends. So, um, I, this is a question for you. And this is another, I don't know if it's a politics thing, but it's just kind of, kind of where you kind of start and almost, again, we've all said we wish that there weren't rankings because sometimes they don't, there's just so much fluctuation, but if Owen Polakowski's, if his, if his name was something else that would have put him, like, let's say you already knew about him and he was in the top 20, would his play have shot him up even more? Cause like, to me, and I, Cause I've watched a lot of, ba- I've watched a lot of basketball. I've been at, I've been at most of the tournaments that you've been at. I've watched a lot of stuff. I've watched the playground kids. I watched JH one. I watched, you know, all those top teams, whatever. Um, I, I didn't see a lot of other kids that played as well as Owen. Fair statement or no.
1: Uh, okay. So you're saying if he was 20, would he have, what, how high would I have? I, I don't know if I could have, I, I can see it happening. So 20 would be about where Andrew Rohde, um, C.J. Campbell, um, you know, in that kind of range, Chris Morgan from your neck of the woods. Um, yeah. And I don't get to see a lot of him. He's kind of a, a mystery to me because he plays a grassroots sizzle for a – I go to a little K-Kana game. Right. I don't see him. But um, what I ha- – <sighs> yeah, you know, I could see him, you know, if that's where he started – I don't know. I'm just pulling up the rankings right now. I, I don't know if I could have bumped him ahead of, a uh, you know, Luke hurdle, you know, somebody like that right now, just because Hurdle's been, you know, so consistent. Uh, okay. On the so, so that's he played in some big time games. I mean, I don't know if I'd see him moving up two or three spots right now, but you know, we're talking what's, a year from now. Yeah. Yeah. I can see him in
0: there. Okay. So let's just use what's Luke. What's Luke hurdle at right now?
1: Um, I got him at. Well, I haven't updated him yet, but based on my, I don't know if this is final, but I got him at seventeen right now.
0: Okay, so and maybe this is a total hypothetical question: If Luke Hurdle played like you saw, like Owen Polakowski played that you saw, how high would Luke Hurdle move up? Is my would be the question. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm just, well, yeah, it's, it, there's so many variables I here. Know there is, I know there. That, that played with playground and played with a ton yeah. of talent and it shined that way. I mean, that's a completely different scenario than someone who's the best player on a team with no other Division One talent around him and played in a ton of showcase games instead of, um, you know, a lot of times against, you know, team 1848 was a. I don't know. I, I don't know what goes into you know creating the tournament brackets. it has got nothing to do with me, but I'm guessing based on the games they were playing the people who were making the bracket didn't know they were that good and Correct. That would have sure. been me included before. Yep. Uh, so, so they really, you know, manhandled a, a lot of people. Um, now hurdle, uh, you know, as much as I, I love the way he plays and goes about his business, you know, he's a kid that, um, you know, measurable wise, you know, there's going to be you know, some athleticism knocks with him with college coaches. And I don't even know if he's going to end up playing basketball. I know he's a heck of a quarterback. I mean, that may be his, his best sport. I don't know where he's ranked in the state there, but, you know, so there's that dynamic, you know, of it too. But, you know, could I,
0: you you don't have to I answer hurdle,
1: <laughs> you know, honestly, if, if hurdle, if he was a kid, if he had measurables um, you know, he's top 10 because he checks off every box for me. You know, if he were, he, he's just kind of a six, three stocky six, four, maybe small forward, but, but he's just so freaking tough. You know, I know that there are high major programs that, that are probably going you to know, offer him a walk-on spot because, okay. because well, they love the way he goes about his business. Yeah. Um, and they, they think he'd be a fantastic uh, addition to the, their locker room. I mean, he just – you know, I, I'm trying to answer your question. You
0: don't have – you know, so my, point, here, my point was, um, and I've said this previously on other podcasts, is there's this perception versus production And this just this isn't just AAU. This isn't just your rankings. This is high school coaches. This is this is everything. There's these kids get labeled with this perception that they're good basketball players because they were good in fifth grade or sixth grade, and then four years go by and they still have this perception, even though all these other kids have outperformed them production wise. You know what I'm saying? Maybe the kid maybe six six and he and he dunked you know when he was in seventh or eighth grade or something like that. But he just hasn't evolved. You know, gotten better, and or maybe he just was always known as the basketball kid, but hasn't gotten better, but all these other kids that have never been known that pass them up. But the perception has always been that these kids were better. So, and that's what I'm saying. Like Luke and I've watched Luke play since he was in third grade. I've, I've seen Luke play. I'll tell you now. i done
1: it. I mean, I've, I've gone to yeah, under armor, you know, national. I've seen him do it against the best Agreed. problem is, you know, like, like him, when you get older, it, it starts, they start to catch up to you when you're not getting bigger, stronger, faster, yeah. more athletic. You know, he, yeah. he's so put, he was so put together early. But, you know, given that, you know, so, you know, long-term, would you you give a kid like Owen an edge? Sure. But, you know, based on what Luke has done the last two years, um, and and not just at prep hoops, like I said, Nash, I went to Under Armour finals last year. Um, You know, he was fantastic. Um, It's tough to get that type of thing out of your head until, you know, maybe – Playground and Team 1848 matchup Or the two matchup in high school Or, you know, they match up with similar guys And, you know, you prove it Like I said, at the end of the day I I like to go off what you are And and kind of the proof that I have Necessarily versus what I think you could be um, You know, without Or even what I think you are You know, if if you haven't proven it So it'll be a a big season Or even next summer for for Owen Because, you know, there will start to be an X on his back a, a little bit, you know, from, from some of these teams or some of these even players that are protecting their spot and the rankings from, from guys like him, who, you know, may uh, have all a long-term advantage being that, you know, he's just kind of come out of nowhere all of a sudden.
0: Well, yeah. And, and that's, it's funny because he's come out of nowhere to, you know, to you and a lot of people, but like, he's, it's, yeah. we've, we've all known this up here. Like I've, we've known it for, for years that he's, that he's that good. Um, and you know, I, I like to joke with Owen. I said, you know, if, if I never would have ran, if I never would have ran into you <laughs> that day. And it's funny because I wasn't supposed to be on that lower level. I got there that day and the, and the scorekeeper didn't show up. So they needed a scorekeeper. And yeah. it just happened that I ended up seeing you. And I, I saw Owen before I said, Hey, I'm going to get flood to come watch you. you got, he's got it. Cause I just, cause he deserves it because the kid <laughs> deserves it. But it's just funny because it's, it's snowballed off of, you, you know, me talking to you, you going to see him, you putting out a tweet. And then once the tweet goes, it just, it's gone. You know? Yeah. And it's, I, I make, I just, I laugh at like the one. And even his, his, uh, his parents, I'm like, if I wouldn't have talked to Evan, you know, it's never would have <laughs> I happened. Might have got, I
1: might've got, I would have got, would have got, I wouldn't have got there that weekend. I know right. that. It, 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 I knew it, who lane I knew Lana Van Callister was a kid I had to see because he had really good junior film and I, I ranked him. Um, but yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, he had a great game. I mean, who knows? Like, like I said, there are a lot of times I'll go to watch a kid and he may not perform well. And that may be it. I mean, not maybe for the next, for the whole year, you know, I may not yeah. get back
0: to you. Again. Yeah. So, and that's it's, and, it and I'm out. not, yeah, I'm not taking credit for Owen. Owen's Owen gets hundred percent credit for what kind of player he is. I just helped him out a little bit, but it is funny because you watch for five minutes. You could have never, he could have never, you know, maybe he did that in the first half or maybe you're just like, I don't, this kid isn't that good. I'm not, I'm done. Yeah. And then it takes you, you know, weeks before you come across it again. But yeah, my whole point, I didn't, I didn't mean to add, to make you specifically answer the question. He should be in your no. top 20. He should be in your top 20, by the way. Um, okay. Cause, because he is, and I, and I said this to you, or I think I've tweeted it. He's a top 20 player for sure, if not higher. And he's a, he's a, I don't, you'd be hard pressed to find a better athlete in that grade. Just speed, quickness, agility, size, everything. You know what I mean? He's a, he's a, he's a top three to five athlete in that grade. And, and I don't think that's, that's arguable. Um, you made a comment before I thought was interesting about Owen. You said, um, that he's got a football background. What, how come he doesn't have a basketball background and he plays football?
1: Well, I, I guess I say that because when I went to look him up, cause it, it was funny. I, I did watch the first half and I don't know if he did anything. And I went to the scorekeeper and I forgot the name that you told me. And I'm like, who's the kid from Kimberly? That's, really good and the scorekeeper didn't know and even the, the assistant coach didn't know who i was talking about because <laughs> he, he doesn't know where the the kids were and you know and it's a hard last name to spell so i couldn't yeah. spell it sure. finally i got it and you know pulls up his huddle page okay and so i think kimberly football okay you know I, I i guess i don't know that i well obviously he plays football he has yeah. that background but oh. I, I don't know is he is he more of a um, basketball player than football player i Um, I guess i just kind of assumed right there
0: this is uh this is up to owen in my opinion owen has three paths and 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 he can he can play d1 college in any three sport he just has to choose which one he wants to play d1
1: that okay
0: and that's football basketball baseball he's 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 an amazing athlete so it'll be what it'll be what he picks and i've told i've he knows that he he doesn't want to but he knows that because he's not going to go play d1 three sports d1 (laughs) you know at a college that's not happening so at some point he's just got to, he has to decide, you know, what sport he wants to play D1 college basketball at. And then that'll happen. But yeah, he's a really good football, player. he's a really good wide receiver. So he'll, I would assume he'll be our number one, uh, Kimberly's number one wide receiver this year. I don't, I have texts all over. I don't know if you've saw if what Kimberly was voting tonight, if they were playing football in the uh, fall or spring this year. So they're um, that's probably already decided, but I don't, I'm not looking at my phone. So, but yeah, he he'll play, he plays football and then he plays baseball too. So, um, I just thought it was interesting. I didn't know if, cause I know when I first saw you, I said to you, he plays football. So I didn't know if you just kind of, that stuck in your head, but that makes sense that you saw, uh, his huddle page. So anyway, um, another kid that, that I talked to you about this is on, I'm gonna tell you something you don't know about Josiah Butler. Um, so Josiah Butler was another one that had a breakout summer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, did you know Josiah Butler was a Kimberly kid? I didn't. Yeah. He was he was a Kimberly kid through eighth grade, and then he went to FVL the last two years.
1: Okay.
0: So, um, and again, I'm I'm transparent. I'm these kids are friends with my kids, but I'm not giving you kids that are not good at basketball. Like they've performed after you've watched them. I mean, he had one of the best halves you saw last summer against JH. Won that game when he had and what did he dropped like twenty some points in the second half. Came and brought him back, and they won the game, and that was incredible.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think um, twenty. Okay. 20
0: 25. And it's, you know, one time we talked, I said to you, you go. I said, and you said, you, I'm like, hey, watch Josiah. You go, ah, I'm, he's on my list. I got him. I know his name, whatever. Um, he, doesn't, he doesn't jump up the page like Owen does. Owen's just a freak athlete, but Josiah is just like crafty and gets to his spots. And I, did you continue to watch him throughout the summer then or no? I think I saw you watching him in Minnesota.
1: Yeah, uh, I caught one game in Minnesota. That might have been or two games in Minnesota. Um, That might have been it. He he played well. I think I'm definitely got him in the top 50 now um, based on on this summer. Um, You know, I was really impressed with him as as a scorer. I mean, he's just kind of a kid that not necessarily anything too flashy, but just will take what the defense gives you. You know, if you back off him, he's just going to take – he's just going to rise up, take the three. If you crowd him, he's skilled enough uh, to get to the rim as that in-between game. And you know, I think the best part of his game, you know, he's not above the rim guy, but you know, for some reason he can just hang and finish mm-hmm. uh, against people, even though, you know, nobody would probably call him, uh, he's not a bad athlete, but nobody would call him, you know, an ape an a athlete right. in terms of leaping ability. But for some reason he gets to the rim against bigger guys and he just outhangs them, you know, finishes and you know, he's just so efficient. Um, you know what those you know, I ranked him based on junior film. I think I had him in the 70s, and you know, those those guys are so tough to tell because they all, you know, at those small schools, they all look good. You know,
0: yeah, you right. never
1: know who's yeah. real, and sometimes you see him first, and you're like, you know, why, why did I have this guy here? But you know, he definitely was. You know, so so I always kinda you know, unfairly, you know, kinda dog those guys from small schools just because, you know, you don't know. I mean, there can be guys that don't even play college basketball that, that put up twenty a game in, in those types of schools. Um, but but he was definitely better than, than I thought he would be. And you know, I think I definitely uh, actually I do, yeah, I have him at, at forty three right now. Again, I haven't finalized it yet, but that's where I got him on my board the last time I edited it.
0: Okay. Yeah, and the thing with Josiah too is I mean, F, playing at FPL, it's a small school, doesn't help. And then he was he was playing for, just he was playing. I'm assuming you've heard of obviously Wisconsin Blaze. He played for Wisconsin Blaze for I don't know three years, um, and I, my kid actually played with him for a few years. And I you just knew it was gonna come. And he finally you now he's with Crusaders, and it's just with better kids around him, and it's just it's kind of all clicking now. So it was good. It was good to see. He's, like you, like you said, he's not like this. He's not an amazing an amazing athlete. He's not like the fastest, quickest, can jump the highest or anything like that but he's just, he's a basketball kid. You watch him, you're like, he can get to any spot he wants and he can shoot it if he wants. He'll get to a spot, he'll hang. He, he finishes well at the rim. Um, but yeah, he was just another kid, obviously, that we had talked about that I know you had mentioned in plenty of prep, or I don't know who does, who does the Prep Hoops Wisconsin articles, the tweets. Are those, do you do all those? Or is it all a bunch of different guys, isn't it?
1: Uh, You know, we got like, I think that, I mean, I that account, I have it. Okay. Uh, are all the tweets mine? No. Um, you know, I think when they do the stories, it's some intern back in Minnesota that that tweets that stuff. Or okay. when there's new rankings, yeah. So unless it's like, well, I think the only thing I'll tweet out of that account is like offers or like tournament updates.
0: So, okay. You know, I
1: kind of mix it between my personal account and that account. But yeah, I mean, for the most part, they're all mine. But the stories. For some reason, I don't even bother tweeting them anymore because interns go across and just tweet them, tag the kids. So
0: yeah, yeah. So he obviously was in a bunch of those. Um, speaking of, this, this is another good segue. So do you know? Do you know everyone that works for Prep Hoops, like the interns, the high school kids that work for them and write for them and stuff like that?
1: Um, I mean Prep Hoops Wisconsin.
0: Yeah, the Wisconsin kids, because there's there's like a a Colin you and a mean, Grant.
1: Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, we're at tournaments together.
0: Okay. Um, so Grant. numbers or anything. But- okay, well, so next time you run into Grant, ask him why he blocked me on Twitter. <laughs> well,
1: what would you say?
0: I didn't say anything about him, I don't think. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> there's, there's someone else that blocked me on Twitter. That person I know why they blocked me on Twitter, which I'll tell you offline. But I don't know. know why. All of a sudden I was looking at Grant, for, and I looked at it, and I'm like, he blocked me. I have no idea what I even said. I don't think I said anything to him. He's a kid. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have. I don't think I questioned uh, anything. I don't know. So if you can uh, find out, find out okay, <laughs> and let me know. Cause I don't know. I don't know what, uh, what I did. So anyways, um, I think that's all I had for you now. Any other big surprises? And some of the kids that I haven't known that I, I don't want to just sit here and like be, well, Hey, he went on this podcast and he talks about these, these kids that he knows and these kids are friends with any other like surprises, surprises, kids that came out of nowhere this summer in, in either class, 2022, 2023. I don't, like I said, I got, I got kids in both so I've been watching them and coaching against them or you know with them for years so
1: um you know 2022 uh I mean not anybody that necessarily came into the top 50 um, yeah I think for the most part things kind of kind of stayed still uh look at 2023 here real quick
0: and it's weird because you've got you know so many of those kids that You know, that play for that Phenom program you didn't, you never got to see.
1: Yeah, it's kind of one of the the drawbacks being, you know, I mean, it's either one or the other right now. Um, You know, if I were to have my 2LA still, I wouldn't be at prep hoops. So, true. Yeah. You know, it's kind of, I don't get into all that necessarily. Like, I, I know, I know there's bad blood between the two, but, you know, like I tell everybody, it's got nothing to do with me. I mean, yeah whatever event i 'm welcome at i will I will show up and watch i don't care what what program you know you play for or you know whatever often if there's a ball bouncing i'll I'll show up <laughs> if you let me I kind of try and let the politics go, but unfortunately sometimes you get caught in the crossfire so it's just kind of cost of doing business uh, but you know twenty twenty three a uh, couple guys uh trying to think bennett mccormick catholic mm, memorial yep, coached against really him before impressed yep. with jh1 um kind of just a gritty blue collar kid does a little bit of everything but you know i think this you, know, you could label him at that but i think he's got a chance to be a really big score too you know i got him at twelve. i, th- I think it's too low but you know, we'll, we'll see. There's a lot – I don't like I don't like necessarily bumping them in front of guys I haven't been able to see yet personally right. that, you know, sort of, you know, kind of made a name for themselves early. But, you know, I, I could see him being top eight, you know, when, when this class is all done. Um, guy from Crusaders, Levi Burkholz, um, had him ranked. Uh, he played really good in a couple games I saw against Playground Club. You know, he held his own in, in that game. So he's going to be top 20, you know, really good-looking athlete. Um, Chris, Chris Jujercevic – I'm not going to – I'm going to butcher this. Jujercevic, <laughs> Homestead, plays for Chapman, really skilled big guy. Um, you know, again, another guy I think might be too low. Uh, kid from your neck of the woods, Seth Myron, Kimberly.
0: Coach Seth, Coach uh, I Seth. really
1: like. I really like what he could be. 6'4", yep. you know, four looked like he's going to be about six six, wing. Um, but you know, can space can kind of be a prototypical swing man. You know, as a floor spacer, knockdown shooter, but but also has some uh, really impressive skills on the ball for a kid that's pretty lanky. You know, he plays low to the ground. He can he can still get by people. Uh, so, so he's got a chance um, to really See, bolt up the rankings. I I, know, I got him in the top thirty right now.
0: Yeah, and just so everyone knows, uh, I brought up Josiah and Owen. I did not bring up Seth Myron to to you, Evan, in an email or anything. Least, that was all least, on your own. That was all on your own.
1: At least I did something right. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've I've
0: coached Seth for forever. I've coached him, and I'm I'm good friends with his dad. So people know that people know me. I'm they know I'm friends with Myron. So, but Seth, yeah, yeah. Seth, Seth's a great basketball player.
1: Two That's more funny. guys, um, Jeremy Lawrence from from Brilliant. Yep. Uh okay. I really liked. Um he played well in some of their high level games too. And you know, he's he, he's a real mismatch problem, I think, is the six four four that can handle it, uh, shoot it from the outside, take people off the dribble. You know, really good athlete for his size, better athlete than than you'd think just by looking at him. And then. Last guy that, that kind of jumped out this summer, um, Jamison Young, Kenosha Bradford, plays for World Hoops Elite. Um, really fast on the ball, just kind of one of those up-and-down kids that makes things happen uh, in, the, in the open floor. Um, finishes well at, at top-end speed. Um, and, you know, like, like I said, you know, I have him in the 30s, but, you know, I've only been able to see him once. I mean, there's a lot of kids that – you know, and I, I, I could see myself moving and you know, even though they're maybe in the top 40, 50 that, that I could be off on by 20 spots right now, just because we had such a limited summer and, you know, it was kind of one of those years where, you know, you got to take care of, uh, take care of the kids who are going to be graduating soon more so than the young kids and just kind of make sure they have the most opportunities.
0: Yeah. And I apologize for not talking about the 2021 class. I, I don't, I, I don't have, I don't have enough knowledge about that. I mean, I could. Obviously you do, um, but that's why I kind of focused on 2022 and 2023 because that's obviously the, uh, the grade of my kids. But uh, mm-hmm. so anyways, um, anything else do you want to talk about? It? I, that's all I have for information for you. What do you have for, uh, for the rest of the year here as far as the um, schedule goes?
1: Yeah, a whole lot of nothing.
0: Is there um, another tournament? I think there's another tournament next weekend, isn't there?
1: I think NY2 LA is playing. Okay. Um, I know
0: there was The Rock.
1: Uh, as far as I know, that was that got canceled. Canceled. That's so, what I was told. But I, but then I, someone... I, saw, I saw people are playing in Wisconsin, so I don't know.
0: I heard people, there was a one in Minnesota, in um not this weekend, but next weekend.
1: Oh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe right. I'll, have to, I'll have to look it up. Uh, I was done as far as I know. So I might uh, try and get a fall league going here once the whole mask band-aid's off since there's no football, so maybe try and – Get that going somewhere, hopefully if I can find a spot halfway between Madison, Milwaukee, and obviously be tough for some of the Fox Valley kids to get down there, but um, you know would like to get something like that going just because I mean, obviously we don't know what's going to even happen with high school basketball season and, and it is well, so maybe some college coaches can come out too too. Um, yeah, so I don't have anywhere to be to October if we have college basketball, so
0: that's crazy you' be waiting gonna... it out. Are you gonna be bored? You got to uh, conjure up some fake, fake stuff to talk about, or what?
1: Um, yeah, just try and, and focus on you know Wisconsin recruiting, but you know it's tough. Their class is almost done. It uh, might be done in basketball, and we probably got a couple spots left in football. So struggling, but nothing you can do about it. So.
0: All right. Um hang on don't 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 uh, end the call yet cuz we're going to talk after I stop the recording here but I do want to thank you just so it hears me I don't know if I said in the beginning thank you very much yeah, no m- very thank you very much for coming on I appreciate it you're welcome to come on anytime I actually thought to myself would be nice no, awesome I year. like it I don't
1: get to be you know transparent with the rankings a ton like people don't necessarily ask me what I what I think so I like to get get it out there you know Oh it's good
0: people Okay just so
1: assume I'm against somebody and Yeah <laughs> or trying to dog somebody like
0: so when yeah. do you uh, when do you release the updated ranks of cuz you haven't done 2022 update in a while, have you?
1: Uh no, I don't even know the last time I did them. I didn't t- I didn't touch 21 and 22 until after the
0: season. Right. So, so you haven't touched them since AU started then.
1: Correct.
0: So when are those coming out?
1: 2022 I'm I'm working on this week, you know whether or not I get them done by Saturday, I don't know, but yeah, I'm, I'm working on them. I got a. I got Logan Landers in 2022 class. You kind of got to figure out where he goes. Um, and then I got about I okay, don't know so 10, 10, 15 names unranked that I got to figure out where to place to. So.
0: So he's going. Logan's going to graduate high school and then do prep school. Correct. Is that essentially what he's doing? I now?
1: didn't. I didn't read the thing. So I guess. I, so I, if that's what he said. I, I just saw reclassifying, so,
0: here, yeah, I mean, I guess he'd have to. Yeah, I can. Unless I can there's something, I
1: don't, I don't know.
0: Let me, uh, this is great. This is a great podcast. Mitchell. I thought he said
1: something about finishing at Cedarburg or right. just staying at Cedarburg.
0: Let me, uh, I'll read it to you. I have it right here. Okay. Because he, yeah, <coughs> he says, for clarification, I'm firmly committed to playing for Cedarburg High School and Phenom during the 2020-2021 school year. We'll be attending prep school during the 2021-22 school year. Oh, so at that point, he's not a 2022 kid, technically, is he? I mean, I mean, I know he's in between, he's, you know what I mean? It's like what Keaton. I mean, not, is not for
1: I don't, yeah, that's gonna, yeah, what do I, yeah, I don't know what to do with him.
0: It, leave him it, off, he's twice. 2021, leave him off. 2022,
1: I already moved him to 22.
0: Well, you just gotta move him back.
1: Well, I just published the 2021 <laughs> rankings. No one said anything, no, I, I haven't mean, like tweeted, I haven't like tweeted on so unless yeah i don't
0: someone to i saw someone tweeting mean, in 2021 you, he's a
1: 2022 kid i mean if you're recla- he said reclassifying
0: right well that's why i think he, that's why he shouldn't have used that word as my thought too because yeah the first right, thing he says right. yeah i've decided because to...
1: other kids that go to prep school i leave them in the class
0: yeah and that's what he's doing he said he's going you to prep school
1: you can't make that you can't say you're 2020 because you're not right you're still 2021 correct oh well Yeah, I can move him back, easy enough.
0: Well, if you want, Evan, you're welcome to come back. If you once you get the pub, uh, rankings published, we can go back over them if you want, so you can talk about them and be transparent about them. Okay. And because I, I was yeah. thinking to myself, I would love to uh, do like a mailbag. I put this. I didn't. I was. Uh, someone asked me today, like, how come you're not promoting this podcast with Evan Flood? And I said, I don't want anyone getting to Flood. Tell him that he's about to go on a podcast with a lunatic dad and not to do it. Let me let me get him on first. But Because I would like to do a, uh, a mailbag because I'll tell you right now, you're going to have a ton of high school kids watching this podcast, especially if you retweet it out. But I know all the kids up here that, that follow me and I don't have a ton of, you have a ton of followers. I do not. Um, you're going to get a lot of e- eyes and ears on that. So um, I thought to myself it'd be kind of cool to do like a mailbag, just to answer you know, questions that people tweet or, or email me or you. Uh, and then we can go over rankings too, if you want 2022, even 23, whatever, depends on what you have updated, but it's up to you. Okay. Yeah, so, sounds good. We'll talk. Okay. I'm going to end the recording here, but we're going to stay on because I'm going to talk a little bit here. So thanks again yeah. for joining me, guys. This has been Over and Back Unintentional.